0: If you're looking for ways to accelerate your growth, you're in the right place. Today, Mark Thompson, co-founder of Pay Kickstart, shares eight practical ways companies can accelerate revenue growth.
1: Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy,
0: author of Revenue Growth Engine, Welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast on C Suite Radio, the world's largest business podcast network. I'm your host, Daryl Amy, Trailblazer and Growth Architect. I enjoy helping generous leaders grow their revenue and their impact. 2021 is a make or break year for many businesses. Right now, we need to optimize every aspect of our sales and marketing strategies. Our guest today, Mark Thompson, brings us powerful ideas to accelerate growth by maximizing revenue per client. As we start today, I want to give a huge shout out to everyone in sales and marketing that is working to bring creative ideas to the table. Right now, it's more important than ever that sales and marketing work together to be strategic in winning new deals and growing wallet share inside client base. To help with this, we are in the final stages of putting together the five day sales and marketing alignment challenge. We're finalizing the speaker roster, and let me just say, you are going to be excited when you hear about who's going to be a part of this challenge. We plan on having this challenge live shortly, so stay tuned because you're definitely going to want to be involved. Today's conversation is all about accelerating growth. As an avid entrepreneur and the co founder of Pay Kickstart, Mark Thompson continually looks for ways to help companies optimize their revenue potential. No matter what industry you come from, you're going to find practical growth ideas in this conversation. From upselling and cross-selling to jump-starting deals stuck in the funnel and even reactivating former clients, this conversation is packed with practical strategies that will get you thinking about new ways to maximize your revenue per client. So grab a pen and a notepad and get ready to learn from Mark after a word from our sponsors. Mark, welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. This is going to be a really great conversation about accelerating revenue growth and if there are two words that are near and dear to me it's revenue and acceleration. So I know we're kindred spirits and I know our friends are going to get a whole lot out of it but this is a this is a really critical time right now for for businesses to accelerate growth, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean,
1: regardless of if you're just starting out, or you're in growth mode, or or global expansion, regardless of where you're at, um, I think you'll get something out of all the different tips that we're going to go through. So I'm excited about it.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's it's interesting because when you look at where we are now, and and we've been saying on the podcast that in 2021 is a make or break year for a lot of organizations. I mean, it is. You know, it's it's one of those years where we've got to get it done, and and the reality is up until now, in a lot of industries, when things were rocking and rolling, we could afford to be a little bit sloppy. But as we move into this year, I think it's really critical right now that businesses look for every way to optimize revenue. And, and that's what I'm was really i really looking forward to talking to you about today is, is, what are some ways that you're seeing your clients and you're seeing organizations accelerate revenue and, and add more lifetime value to their customer base?
1: yeah I think that's that's the key right is is leveraging your existing customers. Uh, I see so many companies that just fall short of it. they don't really maximize the you know how much they can get out of every single customer that comes through their door and really, I'm sure you've heard it before, I mean it's like three to five times more expensive to acquire a new customer than it is to just keep an existing customer. So um, if you're not you know minimizing your churn or cancellations and you're not maximizing you know how much, you know they're spending with you, then you're at a significant disadvantage, and that can be what makes or breaks a company. Um, so I think what we're going to be talking about are eight different ways. Uh, I'm more than happy just to dive in if you want me to.
0: Yeah, let's do it. And I love okay. this because um, just by way of context, tell us a little bit about your background and and the projects you're working on right now, because I think it'll give a lot of uh, color to the conversation here.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I've been an online entrepreneur for about ten years. So I've you know started multiple. Um, online businesses, uh, mainly in software. I love software. I'm not even, I'm not a developer. I just learned how to manage uh, development teams. I'm more of the marketing sales type of guy. Um, but so I've been creating products for for a long time. Um, and so pay kickstart is kind of my baby. It's, it's my main business. I've been doing it for about four or five years. And really, the the so the product is you know we're a billing and affiliate management platform for subscription based businesses. So we work, we work with software companies, we work with you know membership site owners, online course creators, digital sellers, really just to help you easily accept payment, manage you know um, subscriptions, manage affiliate partners without all of the technical hurdles. And so the reason that I even created this platform in the first place was just out of pure necessity. It was you know an internal tool that i used to sell my own products and services just because i was so fed up with all of the the billing solutions that were out there they were so outdated and archaic and it didn't and it wasn't flexible and it didn't really do what i needed it to do and i started to notice as i started to grow and scale my business that there were so many profit leaks you know leaking mm-hmm. out of the bucket right every mm-hmm. every day every every week every month i just noticed that we were paying a crazy amount on fees it didn't have the functionality that I needed to, you know, maximize every customer that came through the door, um, and so, you know, I've created training programs, I've created software, but you know, this is really um, paykickstart starts been kind of um, my main business, and so we've been helping other entrepreneurs really achieve, you know, growth, you know, your growth potential, and really thrive, and so, um, yeah, so the eight. Uh, revenue accelerators that we're going to talk about are things that I kind of learned the hard way just from trial and error. And I've spent countless amounts of money and time just trying to figure this stuff out. And so what we've really tried to do is to help automate a lot of these things for our sellers, our entrepreneurs who are using our platform. So,
0: Brilliant. And for those, you know, for those listening in who are saying, you know what, I don't have a subscription business. I don't, you know, uh, I'm not a SaaS company or whatever. Well, two things, first of all, maybe you should. And <laughs> second of all, the principles we're going to talk about today apply to everybody. And I, I think they're really, you know, I really love the way you've put this together. So let's dive in. Um, idea number one, order bumps and, or cross-sells. Cross-selling. Love it. Near and dear to my heart. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory, right? So if someone's going to buy something from you, they're on the checkout page. Why not give them another you know, option to buy something else, right? Just like it's, it's an add on or a cross sell, or just really, they're just, you're just increasing the initial cart value. And you see this happen all the time across all different industries, whether you're selling physical goods or, you know, digital goods. And I mean, a good example, like I just bought some steaks from Omaha steaks. So Mm. I went on their website, you know, I added four steaks to my cart and it said, well, Hey, you're buying four steaks. Would you like to buy four more at a discount? And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I'll buy it for 30% off. I'll get eight steaks instead of four. And I'm happy, right? I mean, you see like vitamin companies do that. And, and there's and actually a way you can tie in the recurring model as well. So, hey, you're going to be buying these supplements or these vitamins. Mm-hmm. Well, instead of, you know, buying it once and then having to come back a month later and buy it again, how about we just put you on a renewal plan and every month, We'll send you a new bottle, right? So Beautiful. it's happening all over the place, whether you realize it or not. And I'm sure you are have exposed been exposed to it if you've purchased anything online in the past decade. So, um, yeah, order bumps are, are are a great way just to kind of um, increase that initial cart
0: value. And I think this is great for everybody to think about. I remember um, my first very first sales manager. 27 years ago, said, <laughs> uh, you know, the best time to sell someone something is when they just bought. And you know, I think instinctively as a sales rep, we go, no, that's going to mess up the sale or whatever. But the reality is, when someone is is buying, why not give them the offer of uh, the opportunity to get even more value out of the relationship in that moment? Uh, the mindset there is is powerful. And if you just, you know, if you think about just the simple math. In your business, what if 20% of your clients this year took advantage of a cross sell or upsell option? You know, what would that equal? And and if you're looking to accelerate growth, it's time to think uh strategically like that. That's yeah, yeah. I mean beautiful. Like,
1: would you would you like fries with
0: that, right? I mean, it's, McDonald's <laughs> been doing it for Yes, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, well, and and then you also get involved in um in the e-commerce world, for those listening in, e-commerce is going to be very familiar with the old abandoned shopping cart, right? What do you, What do you do with the abandoned shopping cart?
1: Yeah, so I mean, there's a couple things here. So there's there's the people that. That purchase that don't purchase your initial offer, right? They come mm-hmm. on, they start putting in their information, and then all of a sudden they get a phone call, or all of a sudden, you know, they're on Facebook and they get pulled away from your checkout experience. So, you know, a lot of times, as long as you have their email address or, or a phone number, you can follow back up with them and try to close that loop. So it's like, hey, you know, I noticed that you were about to check out. Go and click this link, you can pick up where you left off and they can complete the purchase. And that mm-hmm. happens a lot. You know, More often than not, um, it happens, right? Um, or they second guess themselves, right? So they need something to kind of put them over the edge. The other part of the abandonment card is they've purchased your main offer, but they uh, didn't Uh, they didn't purchase an upsell that you were offering them. Mm -hmm. So what you could say is, well, hey, I noticed that you didn't, you know, you didn't want, you know, the agency license or whatever your upsell is. You Mm -hmm. say, well, hey, well, we actually have a step below that for, you know, half the price. Um, Would this be a better fit for you? So it's another opportunity to sell them. But one thing you have to remember with everything that we're talking about is that it needs to add value to Mm -hmm. the, the customer and it needs to make logical sense, right? Like, a good example would be like, we have a digital, we have a physical product that we send to our customers. It's a physical package with books and worksheets and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we realized and part of it is listening to your customers. They said, Hey, do you have a digital version of this? And we're mm-hmm. like, why didn't we do that? And so we actually added it as an order bump so they could add it to their cart to get the digital version. Or if they don't do it on the initial cart, we follow up with them you know, uh, a day or two later and say, Hey, your your package is on the way, but hey, if you want to get started right now, go ahead and you know add the uh, the digital version, mm-hmm. an extra fifteen bucks, and you can get started you know right
0: away. I think that's brilliant, and and I'm wearing my sales hat today, just in the face to face B two B sales space as well. You know the the corollary on this too is is look back through your pipeline, look back through the deals yeah. that didn't close. You know don't just ignore those, and um, you know there's a lot we can learn in the in the B2B face-to-face sales world from e-commerce to go, you know what, a percentage of those people will buy if you follow up, circle around, have a different offer. Um, and uh, you know, now is the time where you got to take advantage of of all those opportunities for sure.
1: Yeah. And a lot of it's timing. So we actually have this thing called a, a reactivation emailer. We send it out every six months to our our B2B SaaS people who who didn't maybe they try to you know they did a free trial and they didn't end up being a customer but sometimes it's just timing so six mm-hmm. months down the road you say hey are you still having that that problem with your billing and affiliate solution if so yeah. hey let's let's get on a call and talk and so maybe it was just the timing wasn't right
0: yeah absolutely that's yeah. so good well the next next tip on one click upsells throughout the funnel i think is this one is is fantastic uh, unpack this for us a bit, if you would. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's it's taken from the Amazon playbook, right? How easy is it to buy on Amazon? So, the the concept is you you know you pay, you give them your billing information once and only once. So, mm-hmm. if they want to buy additional products in your funnel, whether it's you know in your immediate funnel, right when they're buying, or maybe a day or a week later, they don't have to go and enter their billing details again. So, it's just a very seamless checkout experience, and it's dangerously easy to have them buy more products from you
0: you know it's interesting to me um and and i think that's it's this is just a matter of sitting down and thinking strategically and asking those questions obviously having the platform to be able to do that right um but you know it's interesting that the mindset here is um, is so interesting when when you think about um, and I know I've got my sales hat on here today, mm-hmm. but you think about that sales rep that says I closed the deal and and if I'm going to sell them something else, I got to go have a meeting with them or talk to them. And the reality is, once you've got a customer relationship, I think more businesses need to be thinking right now about uh, e-commerce upsells inside that relationship, meaning. You know, if whatever core product or service that you sold them throughout the life cycle of that that customer journey, as you're communicating with them, why not make it super easy for them to acquire additional options or accessories or features, and do it um, through e-commerce? You may say, "Well, we're face to face." Well, yeah, for the first <laughs> for the first deal, maybe you are. But once that relationship started, the question I'd ask you know, all of our listeners is, in your current client base, what, what type of transactions could you facilitate over, over e-commerce now that you have that relationship established? And I think the answer for a lot of companies is there's a stunning amount of revenue opportunity there.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so I know I know one thing. And we actually just released a brand new feature today, so I'm really excited about it. Oh, so cool. like multi-channel communication. So it's not just about email, but mm-hmm. everyone's you know on their phones, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, and so like one thing that that we've really tried to do is is build you know transparency as well as just great customer service into the cus- customer relationship. And so how do you do that? you know, through multi-channel communication, through emails, through SMS messages, through things like ringless voicemail, through um, in-app notifications inside of your actual, you know, product. So all of those things, you know, if you have it, you know, kind of working in conjunction can help not only help with upsells and and cross-sells, but also uh, retention, you know, if if their payment fails, you know, communicating with them effectively Mm -hmm. that way.
0: That's so good. Mm -hmm. Well, another great tip. And uh, by the way, we're going to put a link to this special report in the podcast notes because I think it's so just brilliant. It's so full of just very practical ideas to get everyone thinking. But what about offering an incentive for your past customers to purchase again?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a no brainer, but it also gets overlooked, right? I all mean, the time, all, the, all time. the time. And, and, and let me tell you, when I say, you know, when I say incentives, you don't necessarily have to discount it. You know, you can reposition your offers or your packages. You could give them like, you know, if they buy more from you, then you could, you know, offer a discount, but it doesn't have to be discounting something. It could be like, Hey, refer five customers to me and I'm going to upgrade your account to, you know, the pro version. Right. Mm -hmm. So there could be lots of just different ways to incentivize people other than what most people think of is just like coupons.
0: Right. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. I love that because I'm, I'm always very hesitant to compromise value and, you know, become the idea is what can be, what can be exchanged, um, for that value. And certainly referrals is, uh, definitely Uh, definitely one area to go. Yeah. I love it. Well, another, another area, so many clients miss out on this is point. Number five is retargeting um, your clients through advertising campaigns. There are so many options out there right now. Um, And I'm going to, well, so for, for the folks that are listening in that aren't doing retargeting a quick explanation, if you would, and then, you know, how do you get started in that?
1: Yeah, so retargeting is really just kind of re-advertising to your people who have been exposed to your brand. They don't necessarily have to be your customer. They could have visited your website, but it also could be people that bought. So they've been exposed to your brand in one way or another. Um, And so we're just serving ads to those people because those people are much more likely to buy from you, whether buying um, the first time or buying multiple times from you. Um, So, and, and if you've run Facebook ads or any type of ads in the past, especially over the last couple of years, I mean, the ad costs are, are crazy, right? And so in order to get a positive return on your investment, you really need to have your targeting dialed in, your messaging dialed in. And so retargeting campaigns are always, at least for us, and I know for for many others, one of our, our highest return on investments. So, you know, and and sometimes it takes a couple of, of exposures to your brand before they actually go and buy. Again, it's, sometimes it's timing.
0: Yeah, and I think this, this is where a lot of companies... Um Obviously, if you're in the e-commerce space and, and SaaS space, you're, you're doing this. Uh, there's a lot of companies that, um, you know, have people engaged in the sales process and they go dark. They're just, they're, yeah. you know, they don't respond. And you got that area of your pipeline that's just, you know, <laughs> it's like the wasteland of 30, 60, never on the close date. And, um, you know, there, there there is incredible opportunity right now for you to get smart. In looking at uh, those people, have all been to your website. Let's you know, let's retarget them. Let's stay on their radar, and let's get on the radar of of maybe even other people in their organizations, which is yeah. is so so good. Yeah. Well, in terms of accelerating uh, growth, what are some other areas you think customer or the cl- company should be doing right now to be thinking about how they can can drive more revenue?
1: And, and yeah, so this one is for whatever reason it's overlooked a lot, but it's so like glaringly obvious like I I should be doing this um, is just providing an excellent customer you know experience and and Mm -hmm. having customer service as like like being obsessed with it being obsessed with how do I not only make my customers happy but how do I make sure that they are successful with my product or service. So there's a lot of different things there. So there's you know onboarding your customer, getting Mm -hmm. them to I call it first value. So what what's that first value? What's the aha moment? with your product or service that where they're like, Oh my God, it clicks with them. And they're like, Holy crap. Hey John, like this, this is amazing. Right. I need to go tell a thousand other people about it. So you need to understand what is that first value and how do you get them to it? Right. So like when we first started out, Hmm. our product was somewhat confusing. It was hard to set up and configure. And so we had people just canceling i mean we had crazy churn rates because people were just confused they didn't know what to do so we um we did a couple of things the first thing we did was we created an in app onboarding experience so when they first log in we say step 1 go here step 2 go here and we walk them through the entire path till they their product is set up and they can start accepting payment for us that was that's the aha moment when you can start when you have your checkout link people are are buying from you that's that's the aha moment so we created mm-hmm that onboarding experience. And then the other thing, and, and I think this is, this should be like priority number one is uh, having like, for us, it was having 24 seven live customer chat. So hmm. in the beginning we had live chat and we had a support desk, but it was really only like eight to five Monday through Friday. And it was fine. Like that was average support. And that's kind of what people expect. Right. But they don't want, customers don't want average support. They want exceptional support. And so while it was an additional expense on our part to beef up our customer success team, it is the number one reason why people use our platform is because Mm -hmm. when they have a question day or night, regardless of what country they're in, they can get an answer to their question right then and there. And so that has, I mean, whenever we get new testimonials, everything is just like, oh my God, your customer success team is amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. And so like, it, and obviously having a good product is something, but but having that customer success team that's always there for them can really differentiate just differentiate you from your
0: competition. I love that concept of fast. How fast can we get to the first value aha moment that, yeah. you know, and and, and the flip side is true, right? How quickly can you bomb? And, um, yeah. you know, in that, that moment, those, those moments, uh, just, I've been, um, really enjoying Joey Coleman's book, how, you know, how to not lose a customer, how to never lose a customer again. Joey, <laughs> Joey's coming on the podcast in a couple of weeks, but, um, cool. you know, he talks about that first 100 days of being a, a customer. And those are the times where people are, you know, it's it's like you're new where's the bathroom right yeah. how do I how do I answer this question for me and when you give those opportunity when you really put that focus you you create the early wins that build the value that then give you the right you've earned the right to do all these other things which is asking for more business um, yep. brilliant well as we as we get ready to wrap here the last um, last thing I want to talk about is something I think is is really a powerful idea for a lot of companies c- to consider and and the question is is for the listeners is how could you switch some or all of your business to a subscription based mo- model um, if if someone's asking that question what should they be thinking where where are you seeing companies create subscription based models out of what was previously a one and done or,
1: it's it's happening in every industry, right? I mean, look at Netflix, look at Spotify, I mean, all these services that everyone you know subscribes to now. Um, but I'll give you one that's kind of off the wall, and, and it's my next door neighbor. He runs a fireplace company. And so, like, he kind of heard about what I was doing and how how much like I'm obsessed with the, the recurring revenue model. He's like, mm-hmm. Well, what can I do? He's like, I sell someone a fireplace, I install it, and then I wipe my hands clean, and I'm done. Well, I'm like well, I mean, they need to get the fireplace serviced, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't you put them on a service plan? He's like, it's a good idea. <laughs> and <laughs> right. so, so you know, it's it's kind of like built in with the package. It's like, hey, well, it's five grand for your fireplace and, you know, a hundred bucks or, you know, 300 bucks a year. We mm-hmm. come out, we service it, we make sure everything's working properly, you know, we and that's it, right? So, you have to just kind of think of how can I add additional value and someone is willing to pay for it. But it's happening across every industry. Don't think that just because you're like, oh man, I don't know anyone doing it. They're believe me, they are. Do some research. They're doing it across every every industry.
0: Well, this is you heard it here first, folks. The fast model, fireplace as a service. This is uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> but it really is. It it it's such a powerful question for for people to answer. Personally, I don't believe you have a business until you have a recurring revenue stream. And once you get your first recurring revenue stream, then the question is how can we get more of that? Because it's great to come in every month and know that the lights are gonna be on because of that infusion of of recurring revenue. And um, what's beautiful now um, is, it used to be complicated to administer all of that, but because of platforms like uh, Pay Kickstarter that you've created, creating, actually doing the administrative work on a recurring revenue stream is way easier than it used to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you, at least when I first started, it was complex. I was just trying to figure out like, and as I started to scale, you know, if we're managing hundreds or thousands of subscriptions, how do I automate this? Because, uh, you know, it's every, you know, it's like 30% of all recurring charges fail because of, some reason or another, right? Their credit card expired, they've reached their limit. There's dozens mm-hmm. of different reasons. So you need a way to have great customer communication and be able to easily allow them to update their billing details so that mm-hmm. those those payments can uh, be successful. So, and it's, you know, churn is really the, the dreaded silent killer for any recurring based business. And if you're, you know, sitting there, and this is what most people do. They do they do it the wrong way. They say, "I need to keep driving more traffic. I need more mm-hmm. traffic. I need more eyeballs. I need more new customers." But you need to think of it the other way. How do I reduce churn? How do I reduce the number of cancellations of my existing customer base? Because once you can figure that out, mm-hmm. uh, and you're not going to be able to, su- you're not going to be able to get it down to zero. But when you can get it down, you know, close to zero, one percent, two, three, four percent, you know, the, the lower the better. That's when you can turn on the traffic faucet and you know, like, you know, Hey, I, for each person that I bring in, they're going to stay with me for at least a year and a half. I know the average, uh, the lifetime value of them. And that's how you really can scale a business when you have really low churn, happy customers and they're paying you
0: month over month. So good. Yeah. So good. Well, Mark, hey, thank you so much for sharing these ideas with us today. This is um, this has been just super practical and um, and we'll put the link to this special report in the show notes because I believe these are the types of ideas, these are the types of things that we need to be thinking right now as we look for ways to optimize our business to accelerate growth in 2021. So, hey, just on behalf of everyone in the revenue growth community, thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's a lot of fun. That was great. And to all of our listeners, I want to say a huge thank you as well. I appreciate everybody spreading the word. Those of you who are leaving reviews on the platform on which you listen, uh, sincere thanks. This helps spread the word. And as we've been saying uh, since the beginning of the year, we've got to get it done in 2021. And it's uh, it's all of our creativity together. It's working to optimize our businesses where we're going to be able to drive revenue growth. And that's so essential. And right now, I just, I want to say thank you. And I want to applaud everybody who's out there working to drive and thrive. This is the time to get creative, get it done, get these recurring uh, models going, optimize every aspect of your client experience so you can maximize revenue. So hats off to everybody. And until next week, let's get going and let's get growing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Would you like to get complimentary access to the Revenue Growth Engine audiobook? Just text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book you'll get instant access to the audiobook so you can get ideas to help you grow your revenue so you can scale your impact. Text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book to get instant access. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found ideas to help you drive exponential revenue growth so your business can make more of an impact. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to like or subscribe. It also helps us spread the word if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. Of course, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends. Together, we are growing revenue so we can scale our impact.